Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Wednesday, the 14th of September, 2022. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. What a day. Story number one, business news today was dominated by what happened on Wall Street overnight. Monthly inflation figures show that headline price rises in the world's largest economy were 8.3%. That was bad enough. But what really spooked markets was the underlying inflation, the one that's supposed to be a better measure of ongoing price rises. Well, it jumped 0.6% last month, taking the annual rate to 6.1%. That triggered fears of big interest rate hikes in the US, sending the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 3.9%. That's its worst day since June 2020. Now, the Dow measures the performance of the top 30 stocks. The broad-based S&P 500 fell 4.3%, and the tech-heavy Nasdaq tumbled 5.2%, its worst day since March 2020. Every one of the 100 stocks on the Nasdaq fell. Quite incredible. Treasury markets suggest that rates in the US will now just keep rising, and there's a pretty decent chance that the Fed will lift rates by 100 basis points when it next meets. That's story number one. Story number two is all about what happened on the local market as a result. The S&P ASX 200 fell 182 points today, or 2.6%, to 6,829 points, with all sectors falling. The banks were hammered. Simple as that. Commonwealth Bank, National Australia Bank and Macquarie all closed down more than 3%. Property leader Goodman Group tumbled 5%. West Farmers was off more than 4%. And a bunch of stocks, Transurban, Coles, Aristocrat Leisure and WiseTech Global fell more than 3%. In fact, only three of the top 50 companies, Minor South 32, Computer Share and Healthcare Group ResMed, rose. A rout, I'd say. Story number three, Technology Council Chair Robin Denholm, who also happens to chair Tesla, today said the single biggest thing governments can do to encourage car manufacturers to build more electric vehicles is to introduce emissions standards. Ms Denholm said Australia being mineral rich was in a unique position when it comes to being part of the EV supply chain. It should be at the forefront of any move towards renewable energy. But Australia has struggled to get EVs up and running due to its lack of emission standards, she said. And that means global manufacturers are focusing not on Australia, but on other countries with standards that they have to meet. Story number four, Rio Tinto and China Bao Steel Group have agreed to a joint venture for the Western Range Iron Ore Project in the Pilbara. Rio Tinto makes up 54% of the JV, and the two will invest $2 billion US dollars to develop the mine. Western Range has an annual production capacity of $25 million tons of iron ore. Hard to get your head around a number that big. The investment includes construction of a primary crusher and an 18-kilometre conveyor system linking the site to Rio's Parabadu processing plant. Construction is expected to begin next year and take two years to complete. And story number five, toll road group Atlas Arteria went to the market today to raise $3.1 billion to fund its $2 billion US dollar purchase of the Chicago Skyway. Reckon you probably couldn't get worse timing than asking shareholders and investors for money today. But on top of that, the fact that Atlas's largest shareholder, IFM Investors, doesn't want the deal to go ahead, and it's quite a task for management. The placement was expected to get down at $6.30 a share, which is a 12% discount to when it went to market. That's it for the afternoon report for Wednesday, the 14th of September, 2022. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning for the Thursday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.